welcome to the Moonshots Podcast. It's episode 210. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Mike. Good morning, subscribers, members, and listeners. Boy, do we have another pretty uh, good addition and insightful episode to add into our wisdom series today, Mike. Mark, I have to disagree. You said good? Come <laughs> on. I think this is compelling, thoughtful, perhaps challenging and inspiring. I mean, this is going deep, this show. I mean, this show as our second episode within the Wisdom series is a bit of a, uh, I would say, Mike, a mind blower or at least a subconscious mind blower. Because today, listeners, we are digging into Joseph Murphy's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Now, Mike, this book was published originally back in 1963, but I'm not going to lie to you. It has remained pretty much as popular or maybe even more popular nowadays than it ever has. It just keeps on selling millions of copies since that first original publication. That's, that's right. That's right. I think uh, if, if you enjoyed our episode on Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, um, this is of a similar ilk, but beyond bringing personal wealth and success, um, I would say this is going deeper and more manifest somewhat to what the Stoics did, somewhat uh, to what we've been doing in this series. But I think nobody goes deep to unravel the mystery of your subconscious mind, where all your hopes and fears live. And they power so much of what you do. They power your mindset. If it's powering your mindset, it's powering your habits. (laughs) And if it's powering your habits, Mark, it's powering your chance of success. So it all seems to come back to the subconscious mind, doesn't it? Yeah, I I think you're totally right. I think as we have learned on the show, these tips, these habits, these productivity uh, pieces of advice to try and be efficient or productive in our lives, they all stem from the potential for your own mind to just turn around to you and say, are you sure you want to get up today and go for that run? Are you sure you want to go out and dig deep into this particular challenge? There's always going to be this potential voice that stops you and I or any of our listeners when it comes to something that perhaps is a little bit more challenging. I I think you're right. This idea, this concept of the subconscious mind, it doesn't have to be an ethereal idea. Instead, what we're going to do in today's show is really dig into what the subconscious mind can really unlock for us but also how you and I, as well as our listeners, can start to take a little bit more ownership over this subconscious mind that we each have and use it to our advantage. Absolutely, because if you follow that that thread or that kind of success loop that I mentioned, here's the important thing. How much do you work on, prepare, nurture, and work out your subconscious mind, Mark, like you might when you go for your swims and your runs? How, how, how much is working on your subconscious part of your daily routine? I mean, it's really, it's really not, Mike. You know, there's going to be a lot of uh, external elements that I'll be working on, perhaps more so than the subconscious mind, right? Mm-hmm. And my point here is I think we're all the same. We might want to work out more, do Uh, do new things, learn more, have a growth mindset. But in order to do all of those things, there's so much manifestation, visualization and work you can do deep down in your fears and beliefs. And I mean, we saw that in Can't Hurt Me with David Goggins. We've seen that in Think and Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. And today we're going to Joseph Murphy and the power of the subconscious mind. Get ready. If you want to get the ultimate accelerator and resilience builder. If you want to adopt a growth mindset, you need to start with your subconscious mark. So I'm ready to go. The question is, where do we start the show? Well, if we're going to start with our subconscious minds, we've got to start with the author, Dr. Joseph Murphy himself, who kicks all of us off with understanding the power that we can put in place if we shift how we think about ourselves. A young woman was resisting life by complaining. 
I am leading a humdrumming existence. I am lonesome, frustrated, and I have no friends. I lead a drab, weary existence. She learned that her thought is creative, and that by thinking along these lines, she was compounding her misery, because whatever we give attention to, the subconscious magnifies. After learning something of the laws of life, she reversed her mental attitude and began to affirm frequently and habitually, I am happy, joyous, and free. I am loving, kind, harmonious, and peaceful. I sing the song of praise and joy in the Lord, which is my strength. For the Lord is that lordly power within me, my mind, my spirit, which created me, the invisible part of me. She realized that whatever she attaches to I am, she becomes, which is an age-old Hindu truth. Whatever you attach to I am, you become. You can say, I'm poor, I'm deaf, I'm no good, I'm a flop, I'm a failure. You'll become all these things. On the other hand, you can say, I'm illumined, I'm inspired, I'm successful, I'm happy, joyous, and free. Feel it, believe it. She made a habit of affirming the above wonderful truths. Her whole life was changed from her former so-called drab existence to fullness of life, including marriage to a young dentist, a new home, plus a new perspective and a new insight into the wonders of that infinite life principle within her. Now, Mark, you may be thinking, what is the hocus pocus we're getting into? (laughs) today. But I invite you to suspend your disbelief. I invite you to put away the critic for a moment because really all Joseph Murphy is really saying here is it is your choice. If you want to be happy, you can be happy. We saw that uh, forgiveness and, you know, the power of uh, what Nelson Mandela did after years of being uh, imprisoned. So we know the power of the mind is there and the power of the subconscious fuels us. And so I'm going to be honest with you. I am totally into this idea of making the choice of saying I am and fulfilling what I want uh, in the rest of that sentence because if I say that to myself every single day, I am, I mean, what's the worst that could happen if you start a practice mm. like this? And on the negative side of all, Mark, Joseph Murphy made a very clear point there. You know, it's your choice. You can also say, I'm a victim. Life is unfair. I'm sad, poor, unhappy, and unhealthy. That's equally a choice, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like where Joseph Murphy's taking us here, where he is asserting that life events, whatever they might be, are really in tune or attached to the workings and the behaviors that we do in our conscious lives, but also our subconscious lives. So I think for me, if I'm thinking about this differentiation between the two of them, and therefore start to unlock and appreciate the value that they both bring. For me, my, my conscious mind is kind of what I'm aware of the whole time, how I'm interpreting the, the now, um, you know, the Eckhart Tolle work that we probably put in, something that feels a little bit more perhaps um, um, consequential. You know, if I think about the situation I'm in now, I'm going to be more present, for example. But where Joseph Murphy's taking us with this idea of the subconscious mind being the, let's call it the secret to being um, very uh, positive or, or productive or, or believing yourself is equally as important. And it's something that I probably haven't spent a lot of time really digging into previously. And I can already see the value that I think we're going to get from today's show, whereby once we understand and can call out the effect that your subconscious mind can, can give you, if we can utilize that correctly and put it into put into action some techniques that can improve the way that I react to things or perhaps the way that my subconscious mind um, stops me from doing things. You know, we've spoken about the idea of growth mindset a lot on the show. What's the one thing that holds people back? It's the belief that they're not good enough. 
or it's the the fear of failure. And I I suspect, Mike, that that's really the subconscious mind convincing our conscious mind that failure is inevitable when really we don't know until we go out and give it a go. So it's really something that we've got to keep in check, isn't it? This subconscious mind. So here's the interesting thing. Everybody, everybody experiences fear and self-doubt. However, those that overcome that prime their subconscious with positive affirmations, self-beliefs, positive visions of the future and who they are and what they will do. So you listen to David Goggins. He admits when when that alarm goes off, even he is tempted by the snooze button. He admits he (laughs) sits there and looks at his running shoes for like 20 minutes sometimes going, oh, my gosh. The difference (laughs) is there's something deep in their subconscious that compels them not to hit Sue's. There is something Mm. deep inside them that even when it's raining, they run. Even when the seas are rough, they swim, and that is the subconscious. So let's do something Mm. a little fun. Before I get you, Mark, to draft a few I am statements that you can do every morning, I'll give you some examples that I use, right? And these are just for me, so yours will be different, right? And for every listener and subscriber, they'll be different too. So here are my my deepest messages that I send my subconscious every single day. So what I'm about to read to you, I say I write every single morning. You ready? I'm ready, okay. Mike. Let's do it. Here we go. I am a creator. I am a DJ. I am a runner. I am an entrepreneur. I am a son, I am a husband, I am a father. So there you have it. I just say those things every single day and then I get into my plan and what I will and that's for a different conversation. But I start with sending my body these messages. I I Mm. send it deep into my body because, look, what Joseph Murphy was saying, better don't reaffirming who you are and what you want to be inside of yourself then give any room to ego or negativity. And Mark, here's here's something really interesting. I have even recorded myself doing my whole I am statement. I then have my plan statement, right? And then I have an I will statement, which is a very much a lot of the mindsets uh, that we've talked about on the show. And I've recorded this And when I stretch in the morning, I listen to this on a loop. (laughs) This is how crazy. That's next level. This is how how bonkers I am. And I'm just priming myself, right? Mm. Priming myself, giving my chance, giving myself the very best chance of success and populating myself with self-defining vision of who, how, why I exist, why I'm here on the planet. And I can only encourage you and our listeners and our members to adopt this. It is such a great practice. And the biggest cynic in me says, well, better that than anything else, right? Those are positive thoughts, right? So Mm. what would be, just for your I am statements, if you had to draft a few for us right now, Mm. what would be some of your I am statements? Well, as you were, as you were, reading yours out, Mike, I was, I was scribbling away and I've had a chance to think about it before the show as well. So here's, here's five I am statements that I'm going to test myself a little bit similar to your own as well, and maybe a little bit influenced by the moonshot Mm. show, but, but hear me out. Let's see if we can refine them together. Perhaps I am confident. I am patient. I am curious. I am a good person. I am open-minded. So those are five. I think there's a, there's a couple where I am possibly saying similar things with the curious and the open-minded piece. Mm. This idea of growth mindset. I'm really trying to um, drill into my my daily practice. But that's that's something that I'm I'm starting to lean in towards. Mine. And just imagine, is I imagine out. just saying those every day or writing them out every day. Like, mm. what's the worst that could happen? 
Well, I think that's an interesting insight, mm. isn't it? What's the worst that can happen, mm-hmm. Mike? So you spend between two and maybe five minutes a day, or maybe you repeat yeah. them during yeah. the day. Maybe you think about them. Uh, or maybe you go as far as Ryan Holiday and you get them tattooed on your forearms. <laughs> so here's an interesting build for, for all of us is you can do your I am statements. So knowing you, Mark, I would suggest you need to add I am a swimmer. Oh, yes, something more physical, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Right. Mm. Um, now, what I do after I do my I ams, I say my plan. Now, your plan is very much based on your goals and objectives for you as an individual. Um, I can, I'll give you a couple. I will walk and run 50 kilometers per week. I will calm my mind. I will breathe and meditate every day. These are sort of more like my OKRs for myself and stuff like that. Stuff that I, that, it's a bit different to the I ams because now I'm really getting into like, okay, what could I measure? Now, just yeah. to get crazy subconscious deluxe here. <laughs> are you ready, Mark? Oh, I'm ready for okay. deluxe. So I have my I ams, then I have my, my plan, and then I finish it with I will. And I'll give you a couple of mine. These will all sound very familiar to, to you and our listeners. I will, and then here are like a whole bunch of things. I'll just give you some of them. Make sleep priority number one. Be still mm. for there is much to hear. Start every day like it's a new life. And I go on and on and on. Mm. These are really sort of more like values, how I want to go about the world, right? So guys, girls, I do this every single day. I listen to it on loop. I write them out. I journal on these topics. And this is transformative and, and just give it a go. Uh, Get your I am statements, restate your goals and your objectives. Do your I wills. These are really about values and how you want to operate in the world. Just say them every day. Give it, give it 30 days and you will, I think you will not want to give up this habit, right, Mark? Well, I, th- I think the, the only build I can do here is a, a, a quote or an idea or an insight that we've encountered on the show before, Mike, which is that anxiety in life often comes from an unexamined life, i.e. the things that you are feeling a little bit nervous about or uncomfortable or maybe um, disappointed with, it comes from moments or aspects of your life where you're not analyzing it correctly. I think what you've just done and what we've just done together on the show there is start to explore how we can look at our lives in greater detail, the way that we want to react to things, whether it's about being more motivated or being less guilty or being just setting an intention about your day so that you're single-minded, I think can help Mm. us explore this idea of an examined life, which therefore in turn reduces any anxiety or discertainty and uncertainty. It Mm. then increases the the gratitude that we might have for living an encouraging and energetic life. I mean, I think this. And there is this very new compelling global report that came out that if you want to examine your life and prime your subconscious, the very best thing you can put uh, in your mantras is that I will become a (laughs) member and subscriber of the Moonshots podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I, but I believe that that will be in my I will yes, statement. Yes, there you I go. Think. There you go. So with no further ado, Mark, I think we should, um, you know, tip the hat, of course, to all our members and subscribers. Look, the individuals who already have the Moonshot Show within their I will statements, as well as the I am statements, I am members, I am subscribers, include... Da, 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 da. Bob, John, Terry, Ken, Dietmar, Byron, Marjan, Connor, and Yasmeen, all of our subscribers and listeners who have been supporting us for over a year. But hot on those heels is Lisa and Sid, Mr. Bonjour and Paul, Berg, Kalman, David and Joe, Crystal, Ivo, Christian and Hurricane Brain, Samuela, Kelly, Barbara and Andre, Matthew and Eric, Abby and Chris, Deborah, Lasse, Steve and Daniel, 
Andrew, Ravi, Yvette and LGV, Raul, PJ, Nikawara and Ola, Ingram, Sarah, Dirk and Emily, Harry, as well as our four brand new members, Karthik, Venkata, Vipira and Marco keeps on growing this little moonshots family doesn't it It does and in uh on December 27 Lisa will uh Lisa will be uh a member for 1 year so she's next on the list so well done to her well done to all of those who've been with us for a year and a special warm welcome to Marco and Vipara joining us as moonshots members where they get full access to what I think is just a wonderful piece of work, which is the Moonshots Master Series, exclusive and only for members. We produce it every month. It is a very deep, uh, rich podcast, which summarizes a lot of the work that we do here and puts it in a big bucket so you can launch yourself to the moon and go off and be the best version of yourself. And if that's all part of the plan, there's a key thing you need to do. You need to always be looking to how your subconscious can bring you success. All your experience and everything that enters into your life depends upon the nature of the mental building blocks that you use in the construction of your mental home. Your word is silent and invisible. Nevertheless, it is real. You are building your mental home all the time, and your thoughts and mental imagery represent your blueprint. The underlying message Dr. Joseph Murphy communicates throughout the power of your subconscious mind is that if you use it correctly, if you create positive mental building blocks, your subconscious mind can bring you an immense amount of success. Success means successful living. When you are peaceful, happy, joyous and doing what you love to do, you are successful. You are always creating mental models. Because of this, you need to become very mindful of the thoughts and ideas you imprint in your subconscious mind. To use the subconscious mind to bring about success in your life. The author defines success as being successful at the enterprise of living. Dr. Murphy offers three steps. 1. Discover what you love doing and do it passionately. Success is a result of doing what you love. If you hate what you do, you will never obtain success because you will lack the necessary drive. And your thoughts towards your work will be negative and so shall your results. 2. Specialize. Being a specialist in a very specific field of work is the best way to attain excellence. When you pair what you love doing with a desire for excellence in your field, success shall be yours for the taking. 3. Beneficial to humanity. To be successful and happy, the benefits of your work or aims must surpass you. According to the author, true success comes from doing work that serves the world and doing it well and with full commitment. With full commitment, Mike, I think this is a great call out from Joseph Murphy here within his book, The Power of Subconscious Mind, really helping us understand the potential that we might be able to unlock if we were to use our subconscious mind. And one particular idea or insight that I I heard within that clip is this idea that our thoughts are blueprints and the actions that we have and the behaviors and so on can be those building blocks of life. But if you don't have your thoughts in the right place, if you don't control your thoughts, the blueprint of your life will never really make much sense. You'll be building on areas that are not that stable. You can imagine putting, um, you know, a life decision based on, you know, some wonky sand (laughs) instead of concrete. Therefore, your structuring or leaning into things in life that are are perhaps not necessarily the best um, decisions that you've made without having your thoughts under control and therefore your uh, subconscious mind, you're never necessarily going to go out and um, be as successful or at least be as happy as you could have been if you had had it under control. What what are you, what are you hearing from that? Yeah. I I think what, what we're discovering is that There is this baseline of work that we need to do with laying this very strong, robust, rigid foundation of who we want to be, how we want to go out in the world, because as life throws all of its challenges at us and we start to entertain giving up, hitting the snooze button, we need to be able to fall back on something. And I believe what we're hearing here is these blueprints is 
they're kind of working as those 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 foundations so that when adversity comes we're like no i'm not mm. stopping no i'm not giving in no i am going to keep going even if i don't see progress i keep going because i know winning is continuing and not giving up like i believe that's the what he means by the blueprints what do you think yeah i i think you're right being ready for the difficulties that will invariably come is what we've learned on the show before as well. This idea of grit, the idea of resilience being a behavior that we should all practice mm. enables us to go out and perhaps be a little bit more resilient when the difficulty comes. Mm. And like we know with Yoko and Goggins, unless you are prepared for those difficult moments and your mindset is prepared. Not only your body, not only is your body ready to go out and run a marathon, do a long swim, but also your mind is strong enough to put up with the task of saying no to reacting in a certain way. Maybe that reaction is negative towards somebody else. Maybe it's negative towards yourself. Maybe you just want to run away from the problem. Unless you've got those, unless you follow those three tips around doing it passionately, uh, finding the specialization that really makes you happy and creating a way of benefiting humanity, very similar to Ikigai, mm. which is, we, we started exploring on last week's wisdom show as well, Mike. I think you're not going to be ready for that difficulty because you won't believe in it, believe in it yourself. Unless you've done that work, unless you know your behavior has a certain reason attached to it, perhaps that's going to be stopping you from going out and really committing to something with a hundred percent. Yeah. So, so the way, um, I kind of can give an example of this is when I, when I ran the marathon earlier this year in the three months leading up, I did three really long runs that marked each month of training, a 30 K 35 K and then the 42 K marathon. And for the month preceding one of those runs, I would have a post-it on my study with the number, just the mm. number. And I would look at that and focus my mind on that and commit to that every single day. This is just a really simple way of priming my subconscious for the success. And do you know what? I ran the 30, I ran the 35, I ran the 42, and I ran the 42. And even though I was tired even though I had traveled for work a week before, which wasn't the smartest move. Um, so I was a little bit down on energy anyway, but you know what, Mark, the work I had done on 30, 35 and 40 had uh, to manifesting every day, looking at that number. I can honestly tell you that as I ran, I knew I would get the marathon, my first ever marathon. I knew I'd get it done. Like I had mm. no concern about, can I do this? I was just merely like, geez, I wish I could go a bit quicker. But I believe I was calling, especially Mark, in those last kilometers and miles, I was calling upon mm. my subconscious mind and it was so strong. It was like, you're getting this done, no problem. And Because you'd done the yeah, work, right? Focusing on this number, like, yes, I will. I will, I am a runner. I will run 42 kilometers, period, mm. done. And I think that's where I saw myself calling upon it. I think we can do that every single day. That is the beauty of this book, the work by Joseph Murphy, the power of the subconscious mind, the work of and Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich, even what David Goggins talks about in Can't Hurt Me. These are all ways of doing very uncommon things uh, by working on the subconscious mind. It is so much uh, a hidden force in how we can achieve the things that we truly want, how we can be the best version of ourselves, how we can shoot for the moon, do what some might say is impossible or at least unlikely, we can do it. And Mark, we are only just starting to unpack the work of Joseph Murphy. What's next? Well, that's right, Mike. And I think as we start to uncover the ways of 
you know, reaching the stratosphere, particularly uh, with the Moonshot Show and our library of members and, and, and listeners, it's this idea of the subconscious mind um, being a tool that we can unlock. That obviously is what you and I are gravitating towards. So let's now hear from Four Minute Books, who have done a great, great breakdown on some of the patterns and behaviors or the tips that we can put into practice in order to try and utilize this subconscious mind a little bit more on our side to really unlock that secret. So let's hear now from Four Minute Books, who are going to break down for us this idea of visualization as well as the placebo effect. The central point of the book is that you can use your imagination to suggest ideas to your subconscious to get what you want. If repeated often enough, your mind will then steer your behavior more towards making those ideas a reality, unbeknownst to you. There are many ways you can do this, but most of them can be summarized under the concept of visualization, picturing yourself achieving a certain goal or outcome. The scientific idea this plays on is called the placebo effect. In medicine, a placebo is a pill without a real chemical or biological consequence, usually made of sugar. But if patients believe they're getting strong medication, they might still observe some of the benefits solely based on this belief. While the effect has been observed in many studies, I wouldn't call this hard science because how well it works is very subjective and depends on the individual. Murphy describes many examples in the book, like an opera singer who used this technique to overcome his stage fright Another one is a surgeon in the 1900s who lowered the mortality rate of his patients by telling them they wouldn't get an infection. There are also many modern-day examples, like actor Jim Carrey, who used visualization to succeed as an actor. Mark, it is so funny that if you actually just break down the placebo effect, it's so true that when people think they're getting better, they get better. (laughs) And that's the evidence of why you should prime your subconscious, right? Like if you continually send like positive messages towards a thing, invariably it will become positive. Or if like, let's take a social situation. If you keep telling someone, and we've all seen this, Um, where someone is constantly criticized, they will end up doubting themselves. And just like you think about your favorite teachers when you're at school, they were often the ones that believed in you, that made you rise up, weren't they? Yeah, I I think you are hitting the nail on the head Mm -hmm. there. I think this is exactly what I was thinking when I was um, reflecting on the individuals who've helped me during my life. Generally, they have been the ones to provide that little bit of um, affirmation, I suppose. And regardless of my attainment, I think the effort was, was always increased. And I think the quality of the work can then, can then follow because you're instinctively driven to try and get mm. better. Uh, whether that's because you're trying to impress another person or whether you're trying to just focus on it yourself. I think the key insight here is we are like sponges. If you are sitting around surrounded by colleagues or, or individuals who are quite negative, naturally you're probably going to start absorbing Mm -hmm. it and you might either disbelieve the work that you're doing uh, you might um, get pretty fed up with things. Maybe your fuse will be really short and you'll get a bit angry. All this additional energy will probably come up because you'll be frustrated. Instead of being like a sponge absorbing all that negativity and building on what you were saying earlier with the, with the mantras, the I ams, as well as the I will statements, is, and what I'm hearing from this idea, particularly with reference to Jim Carrey, who we've done on the show before, you start. Uh, to work on that, reinforce it, and it does make a tangible difference. Maybe not the same as, you know, a farmer planting grass <laughs> and it comes up every summer. The idea that instead you are building into practice your own reaction to things and getting that little bit more, uh, let's say, stronger mm. because you've reaffirmed it so many times. 
I think it's, I, I, I totally believe that this would have a positive impact on me, Mike. And presumably you've, you've felt the positive impact in your own behavior. Yeah. And, and to the point that when I don't do it, it's like, mm. oh, feels a bit odd. Something's missing. So you can, you can notice that. And it's something that we were, we were talking about prior to the show, which was this idea that it doesn't necessarily need to be a, a linear behavior. It's something, this idea of your subconscious mind, you can come back to regularly, can't you? You don't have to tick it off in the morning and then move on with your day. It's something to constantly be considerate of. Yeah. Isn't it? And I, I would describe the loop here is that uh, I see my I am's and my I will's changing over time. So mm. to use the running metaphor, I would adapt them. I will run 30K. And then once I'd done that, I will run 35K. That's how I did it, <laughs> step by step, yeah. like priming myself. Um, and that's, uh, you know, again, for the, in it, for the cynical point of view, why not prime yourself with positivity? Because I think we've made the case that surrounding, allowing room and space for negativity to get in there, not for me, thanks. Let's take control of the situation. Let's get positive thinking going. Yeah. And I tell you, Mark, we had a, an email this week from a new listener and I just want to give them a, a, a shout out. So um, big shout out to Benedek uh, from Germany. Benedek's a student and uh, really loves um, the, uh, the show and gave us some great feedback. Um, Benedek said... Um, I'm extremely thankful for your podcast because you squeeze the essence of an amazing book or a far larger concept into one hour long audio file. Amazing. So thank you to you, uh, Benedette, for the positive vibes. Uh, pri you're priming our subconscious for us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. But Mark, we really appreciate it when we hear from our listeners, don't we? Well, it's, it's amazing when we do hear from you, our listeners, because not only will it inform and guide the creation of our shows. You know, we are a community of moonshot learners and we like learning out loud and it's you, the listeners who we are learning out loud with, but it also assists us when you leave a rating or a review in your podcast app of choice, because then we start to get into all four corners of the globe, such as Benedek in Germany. It's wonderful to be able to get into the hands and ears of, of listeners from around the globe and really just leaving a simple rating review, in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of your podcasting app of choice, it will make a huge difference and help get, helps get that moonshots message of learning out loud into the ears of people all around the world, doesn't it, Mike? What a perfect setup, Mark. Now that we are primed with the positivity from Germany, from Benedict, the super student, um, we feel that we as students of Joseph Murphy in this show need to get into what I might consider probably the, the most pragmatic uh, learning clip that we have on the show today. So let's listen now as we understand how we can actively communicate, how we can unlock the value of our subconscious mind. We have a dual mind, a mind that has two levels. On the one hand, there is the rational conscious mind and on the other, the irrational and subconscious mind. Our mind does most of our conscious thinking with the things that we think about often or consistently seeping into the subconscious mind where they form patterns, beliefs and biases. The subconscious mind is creative and home to all our emotions. When the thoughts circulating in our conscious mind most of the time are positive, i.e. when a large portion of our conscious thoughts are good, good follows us and vice versa. What you write on the inside you will experience on the outside. You have two sides to your life, objective and subjective, visible and invisible, thought and its manifestation. To ensure that the thoughts, beliefs, theories and opinions implanted in your subconscious mind are positive and conducive to your growth as a person, Dr. Murphy suggests we communicate with our subconscious mind using these three tools. 1. Repetition. Repeatedly run harmonious, peaceful and thoughts of abundance in your conscious mind. This will ensure they seep into your subconscious mind, where they will lead to a formation of healthier, positive thought patterns. Embrace running positive thoughts through your mind. 2. Suggestions. Give your subconscious mind various suggestions that counter a negative mindset. 
For instance, if you are afraid of flying, give your subconscious mind suggestions regarding the safety of air travel. When you consciously repeat certain sentiments, the subconscious mind accepts and believes these suggestions. 3. Visualization Creating clear and believable mental images is a very powerful way to communicate with your subconscious mind. For effectiveness, make sure your mental images are vivid. If you want to achieve financial success, create a clear picture of how your life shall change. The law of the subconscious mind works for good and bad ideas alike. This law, when applied in a negative way, is the cause of failure, frustration and unhappiness. However, when your habitual thinking is harmonious and constructive, you experience perfect health, success and prosperity. Now, Mike, I'm not sure whether we can promise perfect health and prosperity, <laughs> but what I think we can promise with these three active tips is an a journey towards a greater empowerment and ownership over that little voice in the back of your head, or as we've sometimes call it, the monkey mind that can get in the way of us either trying or succeeding at things. And what I want to latch upon within those three tips, so they were repetition, suggestions, and visualization, we can explore mm. each of them a little bit further. But what I thought was quite interesting um, was actually the, the second one around suggestions. So the example that we heard in that breakdown was the idea of being afraid of flying. So you want to combat that by, you know, maybe reading up or, or visualizing or suggesting to your subconscious that it's actually very, very safe. I, I believe that that's what you were doing with your um, 42 mm -hmm. icon that you had in your study prior to getting ready for your race. And I, I think that this is quite an interesting behavior or pattern, isn't yeah. it? The idea of putting something into your everyday life somewhere that you're going to see it a lot or at least interact with it a lot and trying to make it part of that general day's journey so that you are making it more of a subconscious, so to speak, suggestion. You know, it's constantly on. It's always there. Is that, is that how, when you hear about the example in that clip, is that speaking to your intentionality that was around putting the 42 in the house as you were preparing for the marathon? Yeah, it was definitely um, part of that. I think the other thing that I was doing is watching a lot of inspiring running documentaries. So, mm. uh, you know, I was reading about Chip Kogi, who did the two-hour two marathon. I um, was reading a lot uh, and watching a lot of stuff about ultra-marathon runners and basically my YouTube feed was just full of marathon running yes. tips, tricks, documentaries, inspirational stories. Um, like I, I just created a well of goodness with suggestions that it's possible, it's inspiring, it's good. And that just created such a burning uh, desire. I think the repetition is also something that, you know, we covered earlier in the show. Um, I think that the visualization is a couple of points I want to make on that. And I think that's most important because a visualization will trigger a, an emotional response. If you imagine yourself doing the swim, the run, writing the book, um, you can manifest that and almost start to feel the emotion of the achievement. And that's very mm. important to have. Um, to get you through the hard times, which brings me to the other comment that I'd love to, to talk about. And I think the biggest mistake people can make when they are priming themselves with mantras, manifestations, visualizations, and so forth, is that they only put their attention towards the finish line. Mm. And the problem is to get there, you have to endure a lot of hardship. So you can make the mistake of that you're very compelled by the outcome, but you're not prepared for the challenge and the hardship of the journey. So here's a power tip on unlocking your subconscious mind. Let's use uh, running as an example. You can visualize yourself enduring hardship like muscle fatigue at 30 kilometers, but getting through it. You mm. can picture yourself having tightness in your Achilles, 
but getting through it. You can uh, experience getting really hot, but getting through it on the run. The point here is that you have to not only think about the outcome, but often the mountains and obstacles that you hit trying to get there because when it gets really chilly, people are like, nah, I won't get out of the bed and train. So your Mm. training visualization could be you getting up when it's really cold. In fact, if you want to really, really get to the highest form of this, your visualization is you getting out of bed, it's dark, it's freezing, and you saying, good. (laughs) This is the highest form of priming the subconscious that you're actually relishing challenge and hardship. Because as we've learned on this show, Mark, that if you can do that, then the outcome, man, that's, that's got a very good chance of happening if you're prepared to get up at five, it's dark, it's cold, but you still run. What do you think? Absolutely. The, the idea that the obstacle is the mm-hmm. way is something that we've, we've encountered so much, isn't it, Mike? And if you can visualize those obstacles, it means that when you do run into them, they seem a little bit smaller mm-hmm. than perhaps they did previously. And I think that's why practicing and rehearsals are so beneficial for people when they are preparing for meetings or, or runs or whatever it might be. And there's obviously certain moments in life where you can't really prepare or practice the living out of the experience. You know, you can't necessarily imagine, uh, sorry, you can't necessarily practice being at the end of that marathon. But I think you're right. When you can visualize it and when you are surrounding yourself in tips, prompts, inspiration from others, whether it's books or YouTube, I think that's where your mind can then become that positive sponge, like we were talking about earlier, and start picking up on those tips that then gives you the armament and the confidence, or the, let's say the discipline, the temperance, to then react to those bad situations in a, in a more um, realistic and reasonable light. You know, there's been times for me if I'm uh, on a on a nice long swim. And maybe, maybe the, the waves are a little bit too much. Maybe I can't get a, uh, the breathing correct. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you know, you start to maybe panic or you start to not really enjoy the situation. At those moments, I like to try and uh, learn from and therefore influence the preparation that I put in for next time. Maybe I will use visualization and this idea of preparation to then think, okay, well, l- let me think about a wave that comes over my head. Okay, right. I'll just have to be cautious with breathing. I'll make sure to take a deep breath. I'll make sure to relax and just go with the flow of the water rather than trying to fight it. And that means that the next time it happens, yes. I should be a little bit more experienced and therefore a little bit more confident if the situation That's occurs. right. So you can take swimming, for example, and say, you know, in the summer, no problem. But in the winter, I'm still going to swim. I'm going to wake up. It's going to be freezing. I'm going to the water. It's even colder. Good. Uh, good. I will actually say good because I know I'm becoming more resilient and stronger physically, and that's going to help me in all parts of my life. Let's take an entrepreneurial example. Let's say you're going to start a company. You can visualize the success of it. Man, why not? Um, You can visualize the outcome of when you build this product or service, what it's going to do for hundreds and thousands of customers. But what you can also do is visualize, repeat and suggest to yourself, what happens when there's not enough customers, when the cash is getting low, when things go wrong. You can also practice priming yourself that those will not deter you. You will overcome those situations and you will get through them. You will relish the challenge. The highest form of this is really interesting. Floyd Mayweather, the great boxer, he used to go and train at one or two in the morning in the gym simply because he felt so good to be training at that time of night knowing 
that his competitor was not. Oh, yes. That's right. What a, That's what a mental edge. Like I'm so resilient. I will be training in the gym for the third time today at midnight or 1 a.m. in the morning. And I know everybody else, but in most importantly, my opponent is tucked into bed, <laughs> nice and warm, but I'm getting tougher and stronger in the gym right now. That is fun, isn't it? And that's really like the scale and the power of the subconscious mind you, that you can go there. Mm. Mark, as we start to kind of zoom out now, we've, we've gone through four clips that are really helping us decode the work of Joseph Murphy and the power of the subconscious mind. We've got one more thought that I think really can bring it home. Why don't you set it up for us as we sit back and just take in the power of the subconscious mind? Oh, I mean, Mike, I, I've got to admit, I think I need a, a, a bit of a break after this roller coaster ride. I mean, we've had so much information around this, this subconscious secret that we all have access to. And if we are to utilize it correctly, we can achieve an edge and we can achieve something that perhaps nobody else is utilizing, at least our competitors and those who we are um, collaborating with. So speaking back to an a point that Joseph Murphy had made earlier in the show. We've got one more clip and it's only right to hear from the author himself, close out our show today with Joseph Murphy on the power of the subconscious mind, who's really calling us to action today. He's calling you and I, as well as all of our listeners to really start to work on it today, Mike. And that's all around giving more attention to utilizing the subconscious to magnify actions and behaviors. Give to the world the best you have, and the best will come back to you. Give love, and love to your heart will flow, as strength in your utmost need. Have faith, and a score of hearts will show their faith in your word and deed. For life is the mirror of king and the beggar, tis just what you are and do. Then give to the world the best you have, and the best will come back to you. To adjust is to fit, adapt, accommodate, regulate, to put in working order. In order to adjust to life, it is necessary that you become a channel through which the life principle flows freely, harmoniously, joyously, and lovingly. The solution to all your problems is to get acquainted with and use the divine presence and power in your life. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace, and good shall come unto thee. I suggest that each person establish a definite method of working that he practice it regularly and systematically every day. For example, determine for yourself what is the most troublesome problem you have. Decide to solve this problem now by realizing that infinite intelligence within you knows the way out. Its nature is to respond to you. It knows only the answer, and the nature of infinite intelligence is responsiveness. That is, your answer is as certain as the rising of the moon tonight. One young man in our audience had experienced a poverty complex for many years and had received no answers to his prayers. He had prayed for prosperity, but the fear of poverty continuously weighed on his mind. Naturally, he attracted more lack and limitation. Your subconscious mind accepts the dominant of two ideas. This is a law. After talking with him, he learned to pray as follows. I know there is only one source, the life principle from which all things flow. It created the universe and all things therein contained. I am a focal point of the divine presence. My mind is open and receptive. I am a free-flowing channel for harmony, beauty, guidance, wealth, and the riches of the infinite. I know that wealth Health, prosperity, and success are released from within and appear on the without. I am now in harmony with the infinite supply. And just as I would adjust an instrument in my laboratory, I am now mentally adjusting my focused attention on the eternal source of all blessings. I wish for everyone all the blessings of life. I am open and receptive to God's riches, spiritual, mental, and material. 
and they float to me in avalanches of abundance. This young man changed his attitude of mind and focused on divine riches rather than poverty and made it a special point not to deny what he affirmed. In a month's time, his whole life was transformed. He affirmed the book roots morning and evening for about 10 minutes, knowing that he was actually writing down these truths in his subconscious mind, causing the latter to be activated and to release the hidden treasures. Whatever you impress on your subconscious mind is expressed on the screen of space, and your conscious mind is the pen, P-E-N, the thinker, and what you think and feel comes to pass. The hidden treasures, Mark, that is what lays deep below in our subconscious mind. And hopefully what we've done today is unpack that a little bit and given all of our listeners and members a chance to go there and find what lays within them, the very best version of themselves. It is just a question of mindset, isn't it? The question is, do you want to start working on it straight away? Is it something that you're going to take ownership of? Do you feel empowered enough to take control over those reactions as well as your subconscious mind to then inform your reactions in the future? I think this is a pretty powerful idea, Mike. I think I look, I, I really think that what we've discovered, and we mentioned on the previous show, that this wisdom series is the the kickoff, by no means um a one-time event, but it is certainly the kickoff uh, because if you set your intentionality about who you want to be, how you want to operate in the world, how you want to be with family, with friends, as an entrepreneur, as the work that is calling you to be done in this world, whatever it is, that you can bring the complete you to the party, that you can be um, ultimately completely committed to the things that you do, the people that you are with, and then you'll just get the most out of life. And it is, for me, something that, you know, I feel like I'm just learning what lays within and I'm working very hard on it. Um, I really hope that for our listeners and for you, Mark, that we, we kind of came across something, a little technique or a habit today that might... Mm get you started on unlocking the subconscious mind. Mark, what's going to get top of your to-do list now that we have studied the work of Joseph Murphy? I I think building upon those three tips we heard towards the end of the show, this idea of suggestion, this idea of visualization, as well as Mm. repetition, really, for me, I think comes to mind practically with uh, those I am statements. I am X, Mm. I will do Mm. Y. And I think utilizing those will have a positive effect. And I'm going to start doing them um, from today because I'm curious, (laughs) Mike, to see whether, I think similarly to the happiness series where we learned from the Dalai Lama that happiness is a muscle that we can train. And the more you um, notice happiness, the more you feel happy. I've started doing that and I can see a difference. So I'm going to start playing around with the I am statements as well. What about you, Mike? I mean, it sounds like you were somehow already a little bit ahead of the curve with regards to this subconscious. I was on, I, I was on the bus, Mark, let's be honest. I was well and truly on the bus already, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you, what would you say is the surprise or the additional element that you've learned? Well, today? it's actually something that you mentioned, which was those uh, suggestions uh, uh, that you can make to yourself. So um, yeah, I'm definitely going to try a little bit of that, maybe optimize some of my run times um, and Mm. really uh, some suggestions about how I want to live 2023 in the new year. So uh, lots of homework is normal, isn't there, Mark? Yeah, always be learning, always be busy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get when you come to the Moonshots uh, podcast. There's none of this chilling out and listening to a podcast. It's homework assignments and it's getting beaten up by Mark and mine. (laughs) Well, listen, Mark, thank you ever so much uh, for joining me on show 210, where we studied the work of Joseph Murphy, the power of the subconscious mind. And thank you to you, our listeners and our members. Today, we started on finding the most powerful way to start your morning. I am. 
because what we learned is that your subconscious can truly bring you success and that visualization really works. And we found the evidence in the placebo effect. So if you actively communicate with your subconscious mind, there are three big things, repetition, suggestions, and visualization. Do those things and you'll be giving your attention to your subconscious mind and it will magnify that. It will turbo boost. It will accelerate you so that you can not only learn out loud with us, but that you can become the best version of yourself. You can shoot for the moon and that's what we're all about here at the Moonshots Podcast. All right, that's a wrap.